This is a CBS News special report. I'm Jeff Glor in New York, and CBS News has just learned that special counsel Robert Mueller has submitted his long-awaited report to Attorney General William Barr. It is now up to Barr to decide how much of its findings to release to the American people. This report is nearly two years in the making. Mueller, a former FBI director, was appointed in May of 2017 to lead the federal investigation of Russian efforts to interfere with the 2016 presidential campaign and whether President Trump or his campaign was involved. His appointment by Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein came eight days after the president fired FBI Director James Comey, who was leading the bureau's Russia investigation. Paula Reed is standing by at the White House with the very latest on this. Paula, we've been waiting now for months. There's been so much speculation now this week. Uh, It's being delivered. Now the question is what the length of time is between uh, when it's received and the American public receives part or all of it. That's right. All we have right now is a letter from the attorney general informing us and Congress that he has received the special counsel's final report signaling the end of the special counsel's investigation. Now, in this letter, Barr says he may be able to brief Congress as soon as this weekend on the key findings from this investigation. Now, legally, Barr only has an obligation to brief Congress. He has no obligation to release anything to the public. But during his confirmation hearings, he vowed to be as transparent as possible. In this letter, he said he will consult with the Deputy Attorney General, Rod Rosenstein, who appointed Mueller and has overseen this investigation, and other justice officials to determine just how much he can make public. So, Paul, he drafts this letter to congressional leaders, tells them exactly what he has, that he has the report, and then they, they do talk about the number of days and the timing. Explain a breakdown for us um, when we might expect to see more information from what Barr then receives. I was quite surprised, Jeff, to see that he said he might be able to brief them as soon as this weekend. It's a very short period of time. And what that signals to us is that whatever Mueller has given him is not that long. It was unclear whether or not this would be a few pages or hundreds of pages, because the only thing the special counsel is required to give the attorney general is just a summary of his decisions, why he chose to prosecute some people and chose not to prosecute others. We believe that Mueller has been trying to tell most of the story through the public court documents when he has charged people. And now Barr has a difficult decision, how much information to release about anyone who was not charged in this case. Now, the current Justice Department does not believe that a sitting president can be indicted. So if there is any evidence of criminal wrongdoing on the part of the president, it will be up to Attorney General Barr whether or not to pass that along to Congress for possible impeachment proceedings. Because the special counsel's office here has been such a tight ship and has released so little um, information. But now it is wrapped up, or at least that report is being passed along. Uh, Paula, stand by for for a moment, if you would. Ed O'Keefe is also at the Capitol here. Uh, Ed, what are you hearing? Well, uh, Jeff, footsteps sort of uh, came calling about uh, 12 minutes ago. We were getting word here that Justice Department officials were headed to Capitol Hill to formally uh, tell members of the House and Senate Judiciary Committees that the report was complete and in the Attorney General's possession. That's following the law. That was what was expected. Congress is on recess, not returning until Monday evening, but their staffs have been here waiting for the possibility of this. Washington really uh, has been waiting uh, for for the last several days under the anticipation that it would be arriving. And so we don't yet have immediate congressional reaction, but we know this, that no matter what this report says, Congress is pushing to see as much of it as possible. The House, just before its recess, unanimously voted 
calling on the Justice Department to publicly release the entire report to the American public, saying that it should be seen. And regardless of whatever the Justice Department concludes through this investigation, investigations will continue here on Capitol Hill of a political nature. That's why you saw Michael Cohen up here in recent weeks testifying. While there will be other people involved in these, uh, in these various affairs testifying in the coming weeks, while Democrats are still debating whether or not to go after the president's personal tax returns, his business tax returns, the business records and, and other information regarding his children and other administration officials. All of that rests on whatever might be in this report and whatever the American public may learn about it, either in the coming hours or at some point next week. All right, Ed, please, you stand by as well. Paula, the, the president has showed a reasonable amount of optimism this week about what he believes is going to be in that final report. That's right. And he has every right to be optimistic because so far there has been no indication uh, that there will be evidence of criminal wrongdoing on the part of the president. I've not seen any evidence of a criminal conspiracy involving directly involving the president. Now, there were also questions about possible obstruction of justice and whether or not the president has tried to interfere with this investigation. That's still an outstanding question. But I think the president has good reason to be optimistic uh, that he there will be no evidence of criminal wrongdoing on his part. But he still should be very concerned about what's going on with federal prosecutors in New York and all these other investigations going on across the country. All right, Jonathan Turley from uh, George Washington uh, Law School is standing by with us as well in our D.C. Bureau. Um, Jonathan, did you expect this this afternoon? I did. Uh, it makes sense. Often we have these types of submissions on a late Friday, and so it follows a, a course of pattern. Uh, but uh, I think what we're going to see unfold next could be quite fascinating within the Department of Justice. Uh, Rosenstein has said in the past, that's the deputy attorney general, that he does not believe that the Justice Department should reveal information about people who are not charged. Uh, that was the whole controversy involving former director James Comey. And Rosenstein came down very hard against Comey in a previous memo. So there may be a lot of discussions happening over at the Justice Department of what to do with this report. But the next step, which is required under the law, is that Bill Barr, the attorney general, will have to give a summary of the findings of the special counsel to Congress. That is all he's required to do. But that doesn't mean that he can't release the report in some form. Right. So but in terms of the, the, the process now in releasing that then, Jonathan, take us through a little bit more. We talked to Paul a bit, a bit about it. How long do you expect that process to take? Well, it depends a lot, as Paula indicated, on the length of this report. If the report itself was given to Congress, it would most certainly have classified information, Rule 6C or grand jury information, even Privacy Act protected information. All that has to be scrubbed out if it's going to be made public. That can take time if it's a long report. Now, clearly, Congress can be given a classified report under seal. But the first step, as soon as this weekend, will be that Bill Barr will brief them on the summary of the findings and, and what, it, what, in fact, the, the special counsel was able to turn over. 
then we'll have this debate, I think, first within the Justice Department as to whether it's appropriate for prosecutors to give more about an individual like President Trump or others when they are not indicting them. Now, we don't know what this report says. For all we know, the summary could say we found crimes. But the expectation, judging from past filings, is that they didn't find a crime connected to collusion or direct collusion with the Russians. And we're going just solely on these speaking indictments filed by the special counsel. All right, Jonathan, stand by if you would uh, as well. But back to Paula Reed at the White House. Paula, we've got three possible outcomes here, right? I mean, one is there's a finding from the report that says the president broke the law, uh, which would be the worst outcome for the president's. Um, in this case, uh, Robert Mueller concludes that the president either obstructed justice or colluded or both. In that case, um, right now, the Justice Department does not believe they can indict a sitting president, but they have to make a determination about what happens whether when he's in office or, or after he leaves. Second conclusion, he didn't break the law. Best possible case for the president. The third is that murky outcome, though, right, where, where there's no charges but some misconduct. And that's right. And that is really the most likely scenario here is that perhaps Mueller lays out some evidence of not criminal wrongdoing, but perhaps poor decision making or decisions that the president should not have made in that report. But then Barr has to decide whether or not he would release that, because, again, the Justice Department policy is that you do not release information about people who are not charged. So that would be a very difficult spot for the attorney general. What to do with any evidence uh, against the president? Ed O'Keefe, back to you on Capitol Hill. Uh, talk, talk about the process of, um, of Congress then digesting this information. Well, part of why they're so eager to see what exactly was concluded and, and what exactly can be consumed publicly is because Democrats need to then figure out where are there potential avenues that Mueller either did pursue and for whatever reason didn't complete or perhaps other blind spots that they will determine should be explored in whatever way. And, and, and that's part of why there's been a delay up here uh, among the committees that many people thought would have launched almost immediately into investigations. They're waiting. Uh, one example for uh, the, the Ways and Means Committee over in the House, the Tax Writing Committee, has uh, really been uh, distressed over exactly how much it should look into the president's tax returns. And, and there are calls from some uh, in the liberal Democratic wing to perhaps go after his business records as well. There's some resistance among leadership to do that, at least not until they see the report. Then, of course, remember you saw House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi say last week that impeachment is something that's just not worth it uh, unless there is overwhelming evidence and bipartisan support to pursue that. And that is a very high bar and one that Democratic leadership has been holding to. Notably, there was a poll out this week that suggested that among Democrats, the support for impeaching the president has actually dropped, whether that's because Pelosi has convinced him of that or because Democrats now realize perhaps it's just not worth it. That remains to be seen. But so much of where things could go up here will, determine, will, will be determined by what exactly is in that report and what exactly the Justice Department shares with the country. All right. I have a copy of that letter now that um, the new attorney general has now passed along to Congress. In it, he says the special counsel has submitted to me today a, quote, confidential report explaining the prosecution or declination decisions he's reached as required by 28 CFR. I'm reviewing the report and anticipate I may be in a position to advise you of the special counsel's principal conclusions as soon as this weekend. That's where we talk about this weekend. Um, Paula, at what point do we hear or, or see from Robert Mueller in person? 
Likely when he's subpoenaed by congressional lawmakers. It is expected within the special counsel's office that no matter how much Barr releases, it won't be enough, specifically for Democrats. They've said that they will try to investigate the full report. They will try to subpoena it, even potentially subpoena Robert Mueller. It is likely, it is expected, based on what sources have told me, that he would comply uh, with that subpoena, and he may be called before Congress to testify. I think that is most likely uh, the next time we will see him. We are, though, getting some more details, Jeff, though. I just received an email, some details from the Justice Department about exactly how this all went down today. I'm told that the report was delivered by a security officer from the special counsel's office to the deputy attorney general. Within minutes, it was brought to the attorney general's office. Now, the deputy attorney general, Rod Rosenstein, he's the one who appointed the special counsel. He has overseen the investigation through its entirety. Um, he continues to be the liaison between the Justice Department and the special counsel's office. You can bet he will have a big part to play as Barr makes all these important decisions about how much, if anything, can be made public. Right. So let's be clear here again. We don't know what's in this report. Uh, right now, no. Paula. We do know the report is still confidential. We do know that it marks the end of the probe um, and certainly sets, sets the stage for um, a good number of public fights here right now. It is worth reminding people, the court filings that we've seen so far have certainly made one thing clear, that, that the special counsel has evidence that Russian operatives were involved in an effort to help the Trump campaign. Um, we know there have certainly been indictments. There have been guilty pleas. Uh, many people have been pulled into this net, into this investigation so far. Uh, the question is how high that goes, and the question is how long it takes to get there. Uh, we mentioned uh, we had Jonathan Turley standing by. He said he wasn't surprised by the timing this afternoon. Paul, I have to ask you, um, the fact that it comes at 5 p.m. on a Friday afternoon, does that surprise you? Nothing surprises me with this investigation, uh, Jeff. There has been a pattern with the special counsel uh, dropping things on Fridays, but I can tell you they drop things every other day of the week as well. What we've been seeing, though, with this investigation are all these signs that the investigation was wrapping up in a matter of weeks or even days. We haven't seen the Mueller grand jury in over a month. Uh, we know that they've been passing a lot of work off to local federal prosecutors. And recently, several of the top investigators on that team stepped down. So we were expecting this. A lot of momentum are building here in Washington anticipation. But the fact is, Barr doesn't have to make any of these findings public. Today, we get the letter. We know that he has the report. But now the big question in D.C. will be, well, how much will we get to see of this report? All right, and Sarah, I'm just seeing, uh, excuse me, Paul, I'm just seeing this, this tweet in from uh, the president's uh, press spokesperson, Sarah Sanders. She says, uh, the tweet says, the next steps are up to Attorney General Barr, and we look forward to the process taking its course. The White House has not received nor been briefed on the special counsel's report. Uh, Jonathan Turley, back to you. You said you're not surprised on the timing at this point. What would surprise you? Well, there's a lot of questions out there, a lot of torpedoes in the water. I mean, first, there's the big C question of collusion. Uh, did they find any evidence of collusion running between the campaign and the Russians? But there's also the question of obstruction. Even if there's not an underlying crime connected to collusion, you can still commit obstruction. Uh, it, it's sort of hard to do, but you can do it. You can try to stop an investigation into what proved to be not a crime. There's also collateral crimes, and whether this, the special counsel will get into that. There is a very difficult campaign finance allegation against the president, one that was treated as a criminal matter with his former personal attorney, Michael Cohen. 
So there's a lot of, of scope that could be covered by the special counsel uh, in this report. Now, the key to keep in mind, though, is that even if the special counsel is called before Congress, he's not an independent counsel. He is part of the executive branch. He's part of the Justice Department. He's a subordinate to the attorney general. So whatever he might say to Congress is entirely controlled by Department of Justice policies and ultimately Bill Barr. Ed O'Keefe remains on Capitol Hill. You have, you have some new information rolling in here as Congress prepares to get this um, briefing potentially here this weekend. What are you hearing? Yeah, that's right, Jeff. Um, you know, and this, again, speaks to the calls from Democrats, especially Republicans also in the House, to have this full report released. Within moments of its release, one of the presidential candidates on the Democratic side, Cory Booker, tweeting, simply, this report should be made public immediately. Separately from that, uh, Mark Warner, the vice chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, uh, tw uh, sent out a statement just a little while ago saying, quote, Congress and the American people deserve to judge the facts for themselves. The special counsel's report must be provided to Congress immediately, and the attorney general should swiftly prepare a declassified version of the report for the public. Nothing short of that will suffice. That shows you, that lays down the marker of what Democrats are now expecting in the wake of this uh, completion of the report. It's also critical, Warner says, that all documents related to the special counsel's investigation be preserved and made available to the appropriate congressional committees. One of those congressional committees is the House Judiciary Committee, led by Jerry Nadler, congressman from Manhattan, and he just tweeted a short while ago that Attorney General Barr has confirmed the completion of the special counsel investigation. We look forward to getting the full Mueller report and related materials. Transparency and the public interest demand nothing less. The need for public faith in the rule of law must be the priority. That demand by Democrats is going to fly in the face of Justice Department guidelines that say they're not going to release information about people whom they did not necessarily charge. Democrats want to see everything, the raw material that didn't make it into the report, plus the report, and every person that might have been interviewed. That's a high bar, and it's setting up a significant political conflict potentially here in the coming days. In other Jeff. words, an open, ugly fight over a secret documents. Absolutely. All right, Ed, thanks very much. Uh, Jeff Pegues is with us now. He's our justice correspondent. Jeff, you have some new information here on. So how does this report then get delivered uh, from the special counsel's office to the attorney general's office? Well, that's a good question. Obviously, a lot of this process has been shrouded in secrecy for the most part. But today now we're getting a sort of a readout of how this report was turned over to the Department of Justice. We're told sometime this afternoon it was handed off to the uh, deputy attorney general, that, of course, being Rod Rosenstein, who's overseen this investigation for the last almost two years. He then immediately delivered it to the attorney general. And so now it is the attorney general, of course, who will take the process from here. Letters, the letter that we've been talking about was, of course, delivered to the Hill at about 5 p.m. So that is the, the best and latest information that we have now about how this report was delivered. It was handed off by a security officer who came from the special counsel's office and then delivered the report to the deputy attorney general. Jeff. What sort of heads up is given, Jeff? Well, it, it, it seems like there was some sort of uh, warning that this was coming at some point this week. Of course, you remember the president's uh, remarks throughout the week about the report and how he felt about the report and, and how he felt John McCain uh, enabled some of this process. So there seemed to be some inkling that something was coming uh, either yesterday or today. But as far as 
when exactly the report was to be delivered. Uh, apparently, it happened this afternoon. We don't know if DOJ was, uh, if the Department of Justice was given some kind of warning that it was about to come. Paula, is the special counsel's office then now, Paula, read back to you at the White House, is the special counsel's office then now closed? Essentially, yes. Even if it isn't physically shut down, uh, their investigation is now concluded. His obligation under the law is to present this report to the attorney general when his work is done. Now, there are still some outstanding cases. Of course, you have some issues uh, related to Paul Manafort. He has some restitution he needs to pay. And what's interesting is you've sort of seen in the court documents, they've already kind of handed that off to federal prosecutors to handle the rest of that. There's also the outstanding prosecution of Roger Stone. But sort of one of the first signals that we saw that this was all winding down is when Roger Stone was charged, not only was it the special counsel, they also teamed up with a local U.S. attorney's office here in D.C. It was the first time we had ever seen that. And that was a sign that the special counsel was perhaps preparing, if they were to wind down, a way to pass off their work. So the U.S. attorney's office here in Washington, they will now uh, proceed with the prosecution of Roger Stone. So, yeah, the special counsel's work is done. Any outstanding issues will Will likely be handled by federal prosecutors. Since Robert Mueller's appointment, his team has indicted or gotten guilty pleas from 34 individuals mm-hmm. and three companies. That includes 25 Russians, as well as Michael Cohen, his former personal lawyer, Michael Flynn, uh, Mr. Trump's first national security advisor, and also Paul Manafort, his former campaign chairman. Uh, we should note the president has, of course, repeatedly referred to the Mueller investigation uh, as a witch hunt. Uh, he says there has been Uh, No collusion with Russia. But, Paula, part of this then uh, begs the question, as some of these cases now continue, um, what happens to those, whether it's Roger Stone, whatever else? Roger Stone's case could potentially uh, wind up as a guilty plea, and he may not have the resources, either emotional or financial, to go through a trial. But then there's the outstanding question of what happens to all of these plea deals and convictions that the special counsel has secured. The president has signaled that he is open to possibly pardoning some of these people. But again, a presidential pardon does not insulate you from state-level charges. And some of these folks, including Paul Manafort, do face state prosecution, potentially. So even if the president does offer them a pardon, uh, they may not be out of the woods in terms of their criminal liability. But there are these other investigations percolating, uh, specifically the ones in New York. Uh, The president's former personal attorney, Michael Cohen, uh, is one of the cooperating witnesses. Uh, Prosecutors in New York have already secured guilty pleas from AMI, the publisher of the National Enquirer, and its chairman, David Pecker. They've all pleaded guilty to campaign finance violations, and the president has been implicated in that case as individual one, as having directed these crimes. And it appears that the president's potential exposure is greatest in that case. Now, he was just asked about that this morning on Fox Business. Uh, He said he didn't know anything about it. His lawyer said it's not a problem. Well, the fact is he has been uh, implicated in court documents and in congressional testimony. So, well, I think everyone is suggesting, oh, the special counsel investigation's wrapped up. This is the end of the president's legal troubles. No, his his legal troubles are far from over. To reset what we know right now, Paula, special counsel Robert Mueller has concluded his investigation into Russian election interference and possible coordination with associates of the president. The White House was notified between 4.35 and 4.40 this afternoon that the Justice Department had received this report. The letter was, has been delivered by now to members of Capitol Hill. Rod Rosenstein was expected to call Robert Mueller on Friday to thank him 
for his work these last two years. As that work has now concluded and as uh, lawmakers react, Ed O'Keefe remains on Capitol Hill. Ed, I have to assume that uh, reaction just continues to roll in. What do you have? Jeff, were you talking to me? Yes, I was. What are you hearing there, Ed? Sorry, Jeff. Uh, uh, we're just receiving uh, a joint statement from uh, Speaker Pelosi and, and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, uh, the two who really would guide the Democrats' response to all this. I'll just read it verbatim because it was texted to me by one of their aides. Now that Special Counsel Mueller has submitted his report to the Attorney General, it's imperative for Mr. Barr, the Attorney General, to make the full report public and provide its underlying documentation and findings to Congress. Attorney General Barr must not give President Trump, his lawyers, or his staff any, and they put this in quotes, sneak preview of Special Counsel Mueller's findings or evidence, and the White House must not be allowed to interfere in decisions about what parts of those findings or evidence are made public. The Special Counsel's investigation focused on questions that go to the integrity of our democracy itself, whether foreign powers corruptly interfered in our elections and whether unlawful means were used to hinder that investigation. The American people have a right to the truth. The watchword is transparency. What, reading between the lines there, first of all, amazing that they would even have to say out loud that they believe there's a possibility that the attorney general would ever give a sneak preview to the president before informing Congress and the rest of the American people. That shows you how raw uh, things are here between Congress, the White House, the Justice Department, Democrats and Republicans. But what that also signals is that whatever Barr does now in the next 24 hours, 48 hours, as he reviews that material and then formally informs Congress of the findings that he can share, that might be the most critical moment now uh, to determine how exactly the American public and certainly Congress respond to all of this. If there's any sense that he's delaying things, trying to button it up, uh, whitewash any of the findings, uh, Democrats are certainly going to pounce on him. And remember, he vowed during his confirmation hearings to follow the letter of the law, which was obviously, and, and the guidelines that are set by the Justice Department, which was a signal that that doesn't mean everything will be released. And nothing short of everything being released will upset every single member of the House of Representatives that voted before their recess this week to call on the Justice Department for the full release of the entire Mueller report. Uh, Elizabeth, the Democratic candidates for 2020 also reacting very quickly as well here at on Twitter. Uh, Elizabeth Warren saying Attorney General Barr released the Mueller report to the American public now. Julian Castro, the American people deserve to know the full truth about Russia's interference in our democracy. But Paula, the notion or the hint or suggestion um, from, from Chuck Schumer's office or Nancy Pelosi's office that some sort of sneak preview would be given is a pretty serious charge. Well, absolutely. And so far, there is no evidence to back that up. Right now, Mueller's only obligation was to deliver this report to the attorney general. We've confirmed that has happened. But again, he says he may be able to provide additional information as soon as this weekend. But really, that's just the beginning. As Ed noted, he's absolutely right. This just sets the stage for more partisan fights on the Hill and many subpoenas that are likely to go out, uh, not only to the special counsel, likely to the deputy attorney general and the attorney general. All right, those are the political fights. I want to circle back to Jeff Begay's as well uh, for more on the investigation itself and more on this process of how all of this happened, because it's, it's, it's received so much extraordinary attention here. Um, Jeff, on exactly what happened this afternoon. What other insight do you have on what happens, not just tonight, but then over the weekend? 
Well, over the weekend, there will be this rush to try to gather as much information, uh, especially on the part of reporters, about what is in this document. There's going to be so much anticipation uh, about what the attorney general will tell members of Congress. And, of course, here in Washington and certainly among law enforcement types, they understand that when you tell members of Congress, there's a good chance the story is going to leak out. So uh, over the next several hours, over the next 24 to 48 hours, there's going to be this rush, Jeff, to try to get as much information about the conclusions in that report uh, as fast as possible. Jeff Pegues, thank you very much. Uh, our justice correspondent, Paula Reed was at the White House for us, also um, at O'Keefe on Capitol Hill. Uh, But to recap what we know at this hour, Special Counsel Robert Mueller has concluded his investigation into Russian election interference and possible coordination with associates of President Donald Trump. That report has been submitted. Now the question is, what happens to it? How much gets released and when? That is up to the new Attorney General, Bill Barr. He likely will be briefing members of Congress this weekend. Then he will decide how much of that gets released to the public. We wait for all of that to play out tonight, this weekend, and into next week. That is the very latest of what we know right now. Again, the special counsel investigation is over. Much more on the Mueller report on your local news on this CBS station, on our streaming service, CBSN, and a full report on tonight's CBS Evening News. Until then, I'm Jeff Glore, CBS News in New York. For news 24 hours a day, go to cbsnews.com.